Roosevelt produced his most dazzling smile. I may be a hypocrite, Mr. Hurst, but I am not a scoundrel. I know, said Hurst with mock sadness. After all, I made you up, didn't I? Mr. Hurst, said the president, history invented me, not you. Well, if you really want to be highfalutin, then at this time and this place, I am history, or at least the creator of the record. True history comes long after us. That's when it will be decided whether or not we measured up, and our greatness or its lack will be defined. True history, said Hearst with a smile that was for once almost charming, is the final fiction. I thought even you knew that. Well, that conversation pretty much took place. Hearst did come to the White House, and he did denounce Theodore Roosevelt. Biographies of each man include this collision. There's no typescript of what they said, but if you know the gist of what they had to say to each other and why they hated each other, and that Hearst, I have perhaps more perceptive than he was in real life about the goals of history and about what history is, but he's the man who said that if there is no news, invent it. And if there is no war, you would try and get the United States into a war. So most of politics during my lifetime has been the rulers of the country getting the people excited enough to go fight in Europe in a war between France and Germany. That's World War I. Well, it was hard going. Suddenly, Hollywood appears, and everybody on Earth is watching the movies. Woodrow Wilson, at the time of the First World War, saw the uses of Hollywood. Here is an instrument. He was hell-bent on getting us into World War I. He was up against an isolationist press, Congress, people. He got hold of a great PR guy called George Creel and he sent him as a sort of unofficial ambassador to Hollywood to make movies demonizing the Huns, the Germans. Woodrow Wilson himself appeared in two of these movies as Woodrow Wilson, shaking the hand of the hero or heroine. And then you see a title, I am President Wilson, I am happy to greet you and that you are going to fight for freedom against the Hun. So he got his war. I've never liked Woodrow Wilson. This is a family dislike because of my grandfather's problems with him, and I took my grandfather's side. And I still don't much care for Wilson as president or in any other way. And yet when I came to write Hollywood, which, as I pointed out to somebody, is about Woodrow Wilson and Warren Harding and not so much about Hollywood, Wilson comes out of it very well because you have to become Wilson while you write him. And you see why he does certain things, or you think you see why he does certain things. And he imposes, the character imposes a kind of logic which impels you to, to be him and to argue his case. Outside political Washington, I have never known a world so completely obsessed with itself as Hollywood making the marriage between movies and politics inevitable.